Hello and welcome to the Yellow Shirt Podcast. I am your host, TXM-TomSpurs. Um, if you don't know who I am, I am a variety gaming YouTuber. That's what I'm going to call I'm, That's what I'm calling myself now. I'm no longer an Inazuma 11 YouTuber. I'm a variety gaming YouTuber, even if my views don't agree. Um, and I am joined today with the one and the only... Uh, HK16, hello, hello. Thank you for having me on, bro. No problem, no problem. Now, the Yellow Shirt Podcast is the podcast where we talk to the content creators about the content they create. Um, that rolled off the tongue really well then. Um, and so what this is going to be mostly be about the content HK16 creates um, and and how he's gotten to that point, his inspirations, his thought processes and everything to do with that. But let's start off really simple and just introduce yourself and what kind of content you create to <coughs> everyone watching this. OK, so uh, I started off my channel uh, on my birthday, actually. So that would be November the 16th last year. Um, and I'd seen like an insurgence almost of inner zero 11 content on youtube and especially like english creators or english speaking creators doing it and i was like you know what i want to join the party so um like before I'd, I'd, i've been playing in Room 11 since 2012 so i'd have been nine years old i'm now 18. um but i never and obviously for a lot of that time i was way too young to start youtube anyway but i've always had like the passion for the anime and the games and all of that stuff um, but when I became 18 and I was like kind of really comfortable with doing so and um, and having the equipment to do so, more importantly, that's when I like started the content creation journey that I'm currently on now. Um, so, yeah, we make um, mainly the YouTube channel is for my Inner 11 content. Um, but I also stream over on Twitch, which is a variety of stuff. So I'm a variety streamer over on Twitch, but an inner tumor, inner tuber primarily. Um, Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty much me. So why that choice? Why variety on Twitch and because um, I mean, I mean, it's like you say. Uh, if if you do too much of one thing, you're gonna get burnt out on it. And if I'm if I'm making countless videos on Ism Eleven and then going and streaming it all all the all day every day, you know, I would get bored. And if you're if you don't enjoy the content you're producing, people watching it aren't gonna enjoy it either. So um, sure. If if what I'm doing isn't entertaining to me, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. So um, that that's why having a variety is so good because um, as long as it interests me, there's a way bigger chance it's going to interest my audience. So I guess the the immediate straight question would be: w Would there ever be that move from just variety on Twitch to variety on YouTube as well? It's something that I really want to do because obviously we're currently we're both in a niche market, right? Um, and and as someone that that has really high hopes to make this his career, um, I can't stick to an Israel Eleven forever. So I'm I'm hoping to get I want to get to a thousand subscribers. That's the goal, and then I'm going to start branching out. Yeah, I think because because at a thousand, it's like. The, it's a really good number to start doing so i think because um that's that's a thousand people you know even if 10 percent of those watched all my videos that's 100 views a video yeah um so i think that would be a very good starting point for me to feel comfortable to make that switch and to also still have that audience backing it up yeah and and so paint paint a picture what does this switch look like how, how would it unfold it would unfold by me just like I'd still have the Inner 11 content there, uh, what with the Galaxy patch coming out soon, 
uh, I'm definitely doing a playthrough on that. No one's stopping me. <laughs> um, I feel I feel like we're all going to do playthroughs on it, but um, so it might hopefully doesn't get a little bit competitive because that's not what I want. But the Galaxy playthrough will be there. Um, if I'm still around by Great Road of Heroes, that will be there too. So in Zoom Eleven content still definitely going to be there. Even the kind of like more miscellaneous stuff like the top tens and and the tier lists and the reactions and all that kind of thing. Um, they'll definitely still be there too. But as for variety, um, it'll probably just be making videos on what I want to make videos on. You know, say I get inspiration for a random video, like um, like something I want to do is like reacting to My Hero Academia, because that's yeah. a big anime that I've just started really getting into. So that could be something I would want to do, or like um, playing the My Hero games, or playing the JoJo games, or playing uh even mario kart you know that just just playing whatever i want making a a cool video about it and then having people enjoy that that's that's what i want to do because um another reason why i started being an inner tuber per se is that i wanted to show it to more people and i've had quite a few people say what is this i've explained it to them and they've actually gone into the show yeah. and that's exactly what i want yeah yeah i i completely get that and so you know obviously I think I think it's a lot of I guess people who like in a zoom I know I was talking about this with H Mouse, but I think it's I know it's a lot of people who like in a Zoom Eleven's dream to um get big, then be able to show off in a Zoom Eleven to this massive audience, people who have no idea. Would that be like mm. part of the dream? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um I I see it as like if I do somehow break the algorithm and, and get one video that boosts up to two million views or something, I I just blow up um if i hit the jackpot i can only imagine that being through content that isn't in azuma 11 yeah and if i had if i if i somehow managed to get such an audience i would shove in azuma 11 down their throats <laughs> absolutely would do that um because n nothing's gonna revive it even more than it already has been unless it's something like that yeah. um because it, it, it needs new audiences for sure yeah yeah completely and then I mean that that's kind of to thrive off in it. If if um if like I mean it's like it's like in um in, in the Pokemon community, what one big thing is that they have, have like massive YouTubers doing like miscellaneous videos of like my Pokemon adventure, and it's like yeah. them, like you know it's like like Jaden Animations for instance, um like did one, and then you had basically all of the big Pokemon YouTubers reacted to that, and that was their content <laughs> for like a month. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like that that's definitely the kind of the same thing it could be in Inazuma Eleven. Like it oh, all, yeah. all it needs is that one that one little spark, I guess. Mm. And whether or not that comes around from Great Road of Heroes, which I mean who's excited for twenty twenty seven, lads? Twenty twenty seven. If it actually I I genuinely have faith in them that, that this will come out at twenty twenty three. Cause let's be honest, right? It was cancelled in what, two thousand and eighteen? Yeah. Uh, it got cancelled then, um, but they it was it was foretold and said that they were going to restart the whole project, hmm. um, and then Great Road of Heroes was the title they gave it, um, and what two years later they announced it with full gameplay, um, you know, kind of trailers and stuff. That means they've been developing this game for a for a while. Yeah. It has been in development for a while, and there's no, no one can tell me it hasn't because that's how game companies work, right? Yeah, sure. they release a game instantly are creating the next one yeah. you know it's like it's like how i think isaac said uh go chronostones came out nine months after go light you know well while they were still developing go light and like f putting the finishing touches on they started chronostones there's no yeah. way they didn't yeah so 
So for Great Road of Heroes to already have this much advertisement, you know, um, and to have that gameplay footage, they've been developing this for a while now. Hmm. So I think it will come out in 2023. Is, is this like you, you're laying this down for sure? 100%. Yeah, this is, this is my, my, I have, I have full faith that level five are going to bring it out in 2023. And then there's, there's the opportunity to go viral, making those videos about Great Road yeah. of Heroes. Hey, even nowadays, if you stick Greater Heroes in your title, <laughs> that's still crazy views. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, is, and so, I guess, um, as someone who is in the Inazuma 11 content sphere, there is there must be, like, this... Um, because, obviously, it, a, lot, a lot of YouTube is based off current trends. Um, mm. It's like it's like when Among Us was really big. Everyone was doing Among Us yeah. content. Um, and so, in Inazuma 11, I guess the one thing you lack is that sense of current trends... And yeah. so how is it coming up with content without that sense of, I guess, a wave to ride on of kind of creating content? I don't want to say in a vacuum, <laughs> but in a vacuum. It kind of, yeah, it kind of is. For, for me, it's like, um, I will get random inspiration from from pretty much anything, right? Yeah. I, it, say I'm, I'm playing a game or I'm doing something and something pops into my head uh, and I think, oh, that's a really cool video. Or like, for example, the other day I discovered the Inism 11 Rymon Legacy Discord server hmm. through Sync's Discord server, and that's an entire ROM hack of Inism 11 1, but it's it's in Akuni Rymon. Yeah. Um, and like Seisho Gakuin and stuff. So that, obviously I made a video on that. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of the time, I will be looking on YouTube and just like because I consume YouTube as much as I make videos on it. I really enjoy watching YouTube videos. And the current trends, sometimes they can be things that I can put into Inazuma 11. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, and you did the same when, when, I don't know if it was by coincidence or not, but the top 10s. Hmm. Top 10s has been a current trend for fuck, for a, a, way, a big, long time now. Yeah. So, and obviously, when that was put into Inazuma 11, it popped off. Yeah. So it's, it's just a case of finding a way to get those current trends into such a nice market and making it work and when it does work oh it works so yeah. for sure i mean yeah i so so is that where you get we just say you get most of your ideas from it's just kind of browsing on youtube a lot of the time yeah or i'll be i'll be playing a game or in a zoom 11 and and something just pops into my head yeah do you um have like a list of ideas that you like keep i do I do have a list of ideas, but it's very small right now. Can we have an exclusive sneak peek? Okay, let me let me open up my notepad. Um, sure, I'll I'll give you, I'll give the TXM Tom Spores YouTube channel a, a a sneak peek at my video ideas real quick. So let's open that. Um, Some creators at the ready about to make this the second this comes out. <laughs> so we can't. A lot of this is is via. Uh, variety content but there's one on here that i cannot tell you it's it is an ism 11 based and i cannot tell you that one um but i've got why stardust crusaders is the best season of jojo okay um a valorant montage yeah. uh, which i've got in progress uh another amv because i released one of those recently and then the last one is something one i cannot say but it's issue like i've got four video ideas so far <laughs> ooh, ooh. written down and so will this variety stuff like you said like the valorant and the jojo is that stuff you're gonna release now or is that stuff you're gonna kind of wait on it's stuff i haven't even started making yet yeah but yeah. when i when i feel the time is right I'll, i will put it out yeah yeah for, for sure. i definitely i definitely think that my hero stuff is something i really want to get into now because 
My Hero Academia is still a massive show. People like it's got a yeah. massive audience. And if I could branch out into that, that'd be great. And also, if there's any one of my audience that hasn't seen My Hero, they really should. So I want to show it to them. Yeah, I yeah, that, that's that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. My Hero, it's a good show. It's a good show. It's... I think I may have I may have missed the missed the bullet a little bit with um with already being on season three, but <laughs> but um. But maybe I could do a, like a live stream react in the season three or something. I don't know if you know who Little Flossie Shines is. Yeah. But he's just hit 10k subscribers. Um, and he's really rode the wave of like reacting to an Azure 11 content and like, yeah. like the actual show um, and stuff like that. And then um, I think he actually really got, he got really interested in it. Um, so on Twitch, he would stream himself reacting to the full episodes. Yeah. Um, and somehow it doesn't get copyright. The copyright gods just leave him alone. But he's getting ask, like... How, how, how does that happen? <laughs> he's getting like 100 to 110 average viewers per stream. Like that guy could hit Twitch partner. You know? Um, so um, reaction content, that's definitely something that's big right now. Um, yeah, for sure. But I just, I just want to make sure if I do branch out into like kind of like reaction content, I want to do it in a way that isn't just me sitting there watching a video for 10 minutes because yes. that's boring yeah and that's not the kind of creator i want to be so it would definitely i definitely have to spruce up the editing for reaction videos and that kind of thing and for me it's just a case of, of learning how to do that right because I'm, I'm still a novice when it comes to video editing compared to the likes of yourself and isaac yeah i get i get you i get you i mean i that, no i completely get what I mean i i feel like there's always that that line to be walked as a creator of making the content that gets clicks and making the content that doesn't like feel make you feel like you're losing your soul yeah yeah there's definitely like the content you enjoy and then the content that is, is just going to get views yeah uh, exactly. i like to try and be a, an, as in the middle of that as possible like i will make content i really want to make and clickbait the shit out of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so how, how would you say you go about trying to make content clickable? Like, trying to make it, like, that clickbait content? Well, it's like, um, I, I've gone from... Because I used to make titles, right? Um, well, for one, my very first set of thumbnails was a template given to me by Sync. Mm. Um, but now I've started to, like, delve way more into Photoshop, try and make my own thumbnails, um, make them as good as they can be, make them very bright and colorful and clickable, um, because those are the ones that get the clicks. Um, but for the titles, for example, when I was doing my Thunderflash playthrough months back, um, my, my titles would be as literal as possible, right? So it would be, like, the name of the chapter or something, or, like, and then episode whatever, uh, Thunderflash playthrough. Um, that's a really boring title. That's not going to get clicks. Yeah. So changing that to something, and this is this is kind of like advice, not necessarily best advice, but it's it's advice for people that are trying to maybe start out on YouTube. Your titles need to be, they need to be clickable, right? So for example, having your title as a question, if your title has a question, someone's going to read that and feel like, oh, now I want to know the answer. Yeah. So they're going to click the video and try and find out that answer. Mm. Stuff like that. So a lot of my titles will be like questions, uh, they'll have exclamation marks and just it's it's stuff that is it needs to be intriguing right and if it's intriguing enough someone's gonna click it yeah um like for example let me put up my page here real quick 
and just grab a couple of examples. Um, so my channel, <clears throat> like for example, the meetup vlog. The meetup vlog is the initial meetup vlog exclamation mark. I punched Taylor the toaster in the face in all capitals with a question mark and an exclamation mark. Yeah. That that's the kind of t that's the kind of title you want. It's a bit long winded that one, for example, but that's the kind of title you want. Um, and then. Um, they put Inukuni Raimon from Ares into Inazuma 11 1, you yeah. know, and the way I'm saying that as well, that's how a lot of people are going to read it in their heads, and they're like, what? And then they have to click it and find out. That got 200 views in one week, which is unprecedented for my channel. Yeah. Um, so it's clearly working, uh, and it's like... Alia Gakko in a season early, Inazuma 11 1 ROM hack, HK16 ROM hack, you know, the fact that the fact that a lot of them are questions, um, why is Inner's Eleven so stereotypical? Inner's Eleven rant, 210 views, you know, the, the question mark titles, the, the intriguing ones, the ones where the viewer wants to find out the answer, those are the ones that get the clicks, and that's just that's just the way YouTube is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure, because it's all about, it's all about, I guess, either intriguing a viewer or angering a viewer. <laughs> and it's, it's like, because yeah. like, the other thing I'd, I'd say works would be um like straight up statements like yeah. especially controversial statements like um you know in a zoom 11 season 3 is the worst season that's going to get crazy <laughs> clicks oh yeah cuz like everyone's going to be like what the hell is this man on about and like yeah. you know raider's house um and then you then even even if they don't cuz even if they don't watch the video what they'll probably do is either leave a hate comment or dislike and yeah, that's it's cheeky engagement. That's the power of the algorithm. Maybe not maybe not dislikes, but like leaving a comment it's is engagement. It look, dislikes is still engagement. You still get a boost from dislikes, I think, cuz it is technically engagement. I might be wrong about that one, but I think I think that's true. I definitely know that disliking a video it shows YouTube that um like say a, a lot of the time if if the positive if the like ratio is positive more than negative, right? Yeah. Your video is gonna your video is gonna perform better, but if it somehow gets more dislikes than likes, it will tank. Yeah, but even because that's, that's, that's such an unlikely event, like that never mm. happens. It's very rare. You have to do something bad to have that happen to you. Exactly. Like even I think my most disliked video, which is the ranking every Rhymon player in Zoom Eleven, which is absolutely hilarious, because um, I put freaking Todd in the thumbnail and people were just like lost their <laughs> shit, um, and like. I remember that like that video is like I think fifteen dislikes or something. It, it is a lot. I, I don't remember the exact number. Between fifteen. That is and a 20. lot. Um, I don't think any of my videos have ever reached that many dislikes. People were mad, but that that's still like doing really well in terms of views because like yeah. it's just getting that cheeky engagement and also has Todd in the thumbnail. But <laughs> it's yeah, I definitely think you know there's a fine line that needs to be walked with clickbait. But I definitely think it's not it's not a bad thing. It's it's not what people it's not I think the definition of clickbait has has become very broad. Oh yeah. It's very broad. Clickbait used to be a, the kind of thing like, you know, red arrows in your in your yeah. thumbnail, make it as extravagant and as and as mind blowing as possible. Um a lot of the time you just straight up lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but it, it's definitely come to a a point now where it's it's more of just 
keeping the thumbnail relative to the actual video and title, but still making it as clickable as possible. Exactly. Whereas before, it could be like, uh, trying to think of an example, um, a video about like, I, d I don't know, giving the homeless money or something, right? You know, those people that do that, oh, hate them. But like, um, and then having a million pounds or something in the, in the, in the title, and they give away 10, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That kind of thing. That's that's what clickbait really started off as, um, but it's definitely gotten better uh, as time has gone on. Yeah, for sure. It was. I mean, it was either that or tits in the thumbnail. Yeah, tits in the thumbnail was big too. Yeah. And um, so, okay, I'm gonna ask a really like this. I'm, like, I'm just gonna ask a straight up question. Do you think Let's Plays are dead on YouTube? Do I think Let's Plays are dead on YouTube? No. No. No, I do not. Um, it it just uh, it needs it. As long as you can bring enough of your own self into a Let's Play, um, then people will watch it. For example, Taylor the Toasters, right? Yeah. Um, I have to say, when I st I wish I'd have like kind of done more research on how to be a YouTuber, if that makes sense, before I started out, mm. because my early content is boring. It's very, very boring. I'm not confident. I'm quiet. I'm not doing much. Yeah. I'm pretty much just playing the game and reading out some voice lines here and there. Um, whereas Isaac delved straight into it. He's he's getting different voices for different characters, you know, that kind of thing. He's bringing his own personality um, and the entertainment factor that a Let's Play would need into his Let's Plays. And luckily for him, he was the first one there. Yeah. Um, so that obviously helped him a lot. But no, Let's Plays not done on YouTube. I see some of the biggest YouTubers like still doing Let's Plays on games. Um, mm. And yeah, uh, for example, like when, how you did your 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 Kaizo slash Randomizer Let's Plays, they did well because it was something new. Yes. You no. Know? Uh, and and for example, I think a Let's Player's dream is to find a game that comes out and it's really new and it's and they actually really enjoy it. That's like the jackpot for a Let's Player, right? Because yeah, it's sure. n it's new. If it has enough interest and it's new, you could be one of the first ones there. People are going to enjoy it um, and you're enjoying it. And also you're getting the views and that's that can be the most enjoyable part of all of it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so. so to, th I guess, phrase the question a bit differently. Do you think, um, let okay, so say let's, 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 let's just, come up with like a hypothetical so say that there is so someone in the someone who is watching this and um, who wants to become an Instagram revenue youtuber do you think that that and and what they're obviously they, they've watched tale of the toaster because who hasn't um, <laughs> and they want to make an Instagram 11 let's play do you think that is their best approach do you think that's that's do you think they stand a chance no. making an Instagram 11 let's play no no i don't yeah. I don't because um a lot of the time they're gonna they're starting off they're gonna have a channel that has a, under a hundred subscribers. Um they aren't gonna be boosted in the algorithm a lot. The only way they're gonna grow is by promoting themselves um like on the internet. So like for example, Discord servers and stuff like that. Um and if it's like weekly content, the people they're promoting it to are just gonna see it as as, you know, oh it's the same same thing over and over again that they're sending here. I'm not interested, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it will be, I mean, that is the situation I faced until, until I, until I somehow 
And I can't really remember what first, like, blew me up. Because I was stuck at around 80 subscribers for almost the entirety of my first, like, playthrough. Like, my Chronosos playthrough. Um, And I can't remember what exactly got me over 100. But... And I hate to say it, but if 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 people watching this hypothetically um, wanted to do the same and start off being an inner tuber with let's play content, they would hit a wall, and they would hit it a wall very very fast. Yeah. Um, like but like um, and I can speak from experience because when I was when I was first starting out, I would promote my videos anywhere that would let me. Yeah. And they would still get maximum thirty views. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing well at all um i think i got lucky one time because i put beta in the thumbnail of one of my episodes and it got like 200 views and i'm like oh my god what but then again none of those came back (laughs) none of those none of those were returning viewers they were just one-time unique viewers um i think what really set me off was um that amv i did yeah, the Raimon versus Ace Gakuen one that's currently on fifty-seven thousand views, um, and the only explanation I have for that is I luckily hit the algorithm, um, because AMVs is the biggest Inazuma Eleven market on YouTube. No one can say it isn't because it is. Yeah. Some of them have a mi- some of them have a million views. Um, saying, but yeah. <laughs> um, and the AMV that I made. No one had done it in such a long time because I, w- I was reading through the analytics on that video with a friend of mine called Not Jerry Black, and he understands YouTube analytics like they're the back of his hand. Um, he's a very smart fella. And we're going through it together, and we just couldn't figure out why it blew up the way it did because it shouldn't have. Um, before it blew up, I think it was on 200 views uh, in the grand scheme of things, no one had really seen it. It didn't have many comments, many likes, anything like that. It didn't have much engagement, and the watch time was bad. Yeah. Um, but on on one day um, this year, it just skyrocketed up to like thirty thousand views in in like under a day. It was insane. And our theory for that was was that no one else had made that video in over a year and a half, and YouTube has gone, oh, someone's done this video again. Um, let's promote the absolute hell out of it. And they did. And it worked. I had 250,000 impressions that that video reached 250,000 people's YouTube homepages. Um, and 57,000 of those clicked it. Yeah. Um, and it, it just meant that I got extremely lucky and I got 190 subscribers from that video in the end, which is what I was going to say when I, before I rambled, but yeah, I think I got 190 subscribers from that video. And that started me off because okay. obviously um, when I, when reaching out for collabs and stuff, I still feel like I'm going to get a no based on my numbers alone. Yeah. Luckily, that's never happened to me before. Everyone's been super down to collab. Um, but obviously it's, it's kind of like a confidence thing. Like if I'm reaching out to creators to collab and I have 150 subscribers, like when I did with you, I was very nervous you were going to say no. But luckily for me, I had the confidence of having Taylor the Toaster behind me because he recommended you to me. Uh, yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, Tom's a chill guy. He's great. He'll, he'll definitely say yes. You should ask him. So I did. Luckily, I did. And then I went up another 150 subscribers <laughs> um, in like a week. Um, but then at the same time, and I'm just going to say this now, um, 
I don't know if anyone from the audience I'm trying to reach here will say it, but we'll see it. But I had, I think, 575 subscribers when I reached out to Lil Flossie for a collab. He's now at 10K, and he said yes. Yeah. Um, after watching my videos, he said yes. So there's, there's got to be something I'm doing that's right for, for people way bigger than me to want to collab with me, you know? Yeah. Because it's not going to be as mutually beneficial as a collab really, like, should be. But at the same time, I have to have enough of that entertainment factor if the numbers don't match up to them still wanting to say yes. Um, so, yeah, it's just a case of... Um, and I, I hate when I hate when people giving advice say things like, oh, when you're making YouTube videos, just be yourself. Yeah. Because I'm sorry to say it, um, and I'm not targeting this at anyone at all, but a lot of people that start off on YouTube being themselves are really fucking boring. Yes. I was. I was I was being myself when I made my Thunderflash playthrough, and myself was a nervous fucking wreck that didn't know what he was doing. And because I was being myself, my videos weren't getting any views. But when I started to gain that confidence and and um at first I was faking it. I was being, you know, hyperactive in my videos when I realized that I needed to change. And that soon settled down into something that is myself. And once my video, once like my knowledge around making videos and my experience and all that stuff had grown quite a bit, I had the freedom to be myself comfortably because there's being yourself and being uncomfortable with what you're doing, which is what I was. And that wasn't being entertaining enough to now I can be myself and it is entertaining because, um, I kind of know how to do it. It's kind of like become second nature to when you turn on the camera, be a little more into it um, and stuff like that. But I'm still being myself at that point. And it gets, it gets like, like the watch hours and stuff like that. So people enjoy it. And it means that, and it's a, a big relief for me to be able to be myself and be entertaining enough, but that's not going to happen for a lot of people. It, yeah. it just won't because they'll be in the same boat. I was especially start, especially people starting out. Don't be yourself. You need to you need to do your research, find out what works, um, uh, find something that works, ride the wave of it until you have enough of an outstanding audience, and then you can kind of like you know draw it back and calm down a little and show everyone who you really are, and they'll appreciate you for that. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, I had a drama school interview um, semi recently. It was post charity stream, um, and they and they were asking me what i did um in my in my free time and i said oh I, I do youtube and streaming and the immediate reaction was oh you're one of those <laughs> um which is that which is valid <coughs> but then you know it's a thing where you explain it, it it's a it's a it's a type of performance art in itself yeah um, it, oh yeah it want you know it, it is it is this case of it may not be i, I think i think no matter i think if you do youtube in any way you're in some way demonstrating an ability to act because yeah. you are without you are you know you're putting on a show oh for sure for sure and it's you know even if that show isn't is you know i even i think even if you're being yourself even if you have in your head you're being yourself i don't i don't think anyone on youtube is to to oh no i think even even if you look at some of the most genuine and honest creators i couldn't think of any off the top of my head um, but if you were to like, 
I, I hear people throw around XQC's name a lot when it comes to that. Uh, but like he is very hyperactive on on stream. Yeah, but I think even even when you look at some of the most like honest creators, I think you'll find that they're still putting on some kind of front because. Oh, definitely. That's what you know. That's that's what... that's, that's that's how it works, right? It's it's like if you if you watch a TV show, right? Whether it's like a game show where everyone's getting super excited and presenting themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Or, or it's something on Netflix and it's a full-on, like, production, like, I don't know, Lucifer, for example, right? Mm. They're actors. They aren't who they are on the screen, right? So say, yeah. like, for example, you've got, um, oh, I don't know, Emma Watson and then Hermione Granger. They are two different people, one, because Hermione Granger is a, a, a character and, Gem and Emma Watson is the actor. Yeah. Um, Emma Watson is nothing like Hermione Granger in real life. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, and and to translate that into YouTube speak, um, me on the camera is very different from me off the camera. Um, and for example, I'll, I'll I'll bring up Joey again, my friend Joey. Um, he um, a lot of people click him uh, because he's a very very high energy person when he's on the camera. Um, and he, I mean, he's very high energy a lot of the time, right? Um, he's got ADHD and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But um, when that camera comes, when he comes off stream and I'm still in the Discord call with him, goes silent. He goes dead silent. Um, and he, he'll still be like really up for talking to you and, and just, just being that kind of person. Like the, guy, the, like the radiant kind of guy, you know, everyone wants to talk to him because he's just so like out there. And it's, it's, it's amazing. I fucking, I love him for it. But um, it's, it's definitely exaggerated on the camera. Yeah. Because... That's how entertainment works. Um, and when he's off the camera, he calms down, he chills out, he relaxes. And that's that's him. There's not Joey Black, who is on the camera. And then there's and then there's Joey Black, who is almost a completely different person. Yeah. And I'm the same. I will ad admit that in all honesty, I am the same. Uh, when I'm on when I'm on stream, I'm shouting and screaming and, and getting angry at the game. As soon as that camera turns off, I'm fine. I'm calm. I'm fine. It, it's like water off the duck's back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I would, yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 yeah, I can, I completely relate. Um, and I think anyone who watches my content can obviously, obvi I think, yeah. I, I, I would hope that that's obvious to tell. Um, yeah. Because I remember there was one live stream where I was, well, I, 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 I got, I got really like, you know, the, the game, the game of, I lost the game of Inazuma Eleven during a speed run. And so, you know, I was, it was, it was this shouting, it was running around my room going, what the hell is this? And there were people yeah. like, gen like being like genuinely concerned. It's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm acting. <laughs> this, this is just, this is just, you know, this is just, you know, entertainment, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, the, I seem to have built a reputation on, on shouting a lot. And <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's what, that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, I, I completely get what you mean. Um, and to kind of go back to, um, you were talking about collabs. So you were talking about like, little fuzzy shines and that. Um, yeah. Flossy shines? For, how, how, I don't know how I say it. Flossy, that. yeah. Flossy. It's F-L-O-S-S-Y. Um, and <clears throat> you, were, you, so you were saying about that. So so what's your thought process when it comes to collabs? Well, um, first I, because I'm the one asking for them, right? Yeah. Um, which which just makes sense based on, based on everything. Um hmm. <clears throat> So I have to think of of both my content 
and their content um and then try and come up with something that we both can do so for example um with flossy i had an idea for something that fit his channel that i would feature on and then something that would fit my channel that he would feature on yeah. um it's just a case of finding something you think that they would be down for doing uh, and then presenting it to them it's 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 like it's basically like that yeah yeah and so yeah so 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 when you're going for these collabs is that you have everything planned out beforehand oh yeah 100 percent. i wouldn't ask if i didn't because i you're presenting yourself to someone new right yeah. almost kind of like a job interview except you're you're applying for a collab kind of thing you yeah. know you've got to have everything set out straight or you're not going to be taken seriously i get you i get you and and how important do you think these collabs are in a general space? In a general space, a lot of the time, it is just fun. Um, and I want to reach out to new people because I think me and me and Flossie were speaking, and we were like, it's great to have like more online friends, and especially in these kind of communities and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'd be lying. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be being honest if I didn't say I was attracted by his numbers as well as the videos he makes and the, and the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Um, it's like, for example, uh, when Tao told me to collab with you or asked to collab with you, I was like, okay, I'll, um, and that, that wasn't a case of, I knew you did Indism 11 gaming content, right? So I was like, oh, this could work. Um, obviously you, you coming on for the very start of the multiplayer route that I'm doing. Um, but at the same time, I had done minimal research on your channel when I asked, um purely because i didn't have the thought process behind it that i do now after having yeah. the experience of making videos um <clears throat> sorry uh so it, yeah it, for, for back then it was just a case of this is what i want to do if he'll join me he'll join me um yeah. whereas whereas now it's a case of this is what he does this is what i do how can i bring this together mm. for something that could work um and i succeeded with flossy um, but, uh, fortunately for me, um, all of the other creators that have come onto the multiplayer route, um, it's worked right, but it's not like I'd be able to, uh, you know, just ask Eleni to, uh, to come onto the multiplayer route because she doesn't play the games. Yeah. So it just wouldn't make sense for her to do that. Whereas if say I was like, oh, uh, Eleni, I have a collab idea. Maybe you could teach me how to play Valorant and I could teach you how to play in a zoom. That's actually a really good idea. But like, like that kind of thing, right? That's a way better collab idea than just, oh, do you want to do this with me? You know? Mm. And it's like, what, back to what I was saying earlier about like having it planned out before you ask. It was like, say say I went up to Flossie or I DM'd Flossie and I was like, uh, yo, do you want to do a collab with me? And he goes, oh yeah, what do you have in mind? And I go, I don't know. You know, that just wouldn't, that just wouldn't make sense, would it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, for example, when I, when I did the collab with uh, Mashiru Kaisize or Spire, which is insane, by the way. Um, um, I had it all planned out in my head. I had it all planned out in my head um, before I did so. And that that's a multiplayer video. Um, but I i had to like fully be like, oh, the Inism 11 community is back on the rise. We've got all these creators. It's pulling numbers. It, it's doing really well. I was hoping to bring you back into it a little bit with, the, with like a collab kind of thing with me. And he was like, yeah, sure. 
what do you want me to do? And I was like, okay, so you were playing this game against me because obviously he did Chronostones for a long time. So I was like, yeah. you're playing Chronostones against me, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm down. And then he got Citra and we did it. Um, so it's just a case of of having an idea that seems interesting enough to you and hoping that it will be interesting to them. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, definitely. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely. And so, in so nowadays, it's obviously you know. It, well, I think it's it's got to be powered by the numbers to an extent. Any, I think. Any, oh, yeah. Anything you do on YouTube, to an extent, is it's it might not be. The numbers might not be at the forefront, but it'll, you'll you'll be somewhat guided by that. Oh, exactly. No, one hundred percent for any YouTuber, whether whether it's someone that's doing it for fun or someone that wants to make it their career, the numbers are important. Yeah, I think I think. I know, obviously, there are, there are some creators who somehow don't look at them, don't look at numbers, and I I just I find that insane. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how they would do that. They 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 either must just be lucky enough to know that no matter what they do, they're going to make money. Yeah. Or yeah. they are just doing it for fun and they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I that's I that's the only two scenarios I could think of. <laughs> I just I don't I don't get that, but I don't know. As someone who's who's gets very addicted to the numbers, that is just so insanely out of my mental state. I oh yeah. Oh for sure, for sure. Like like I have been depressed when my videos haven't done as well as others, you know, yeah. like say I think I was talking to you about this like months ago, right? I had set a, a precedent had just come up of me getting at least a hundred views within within one or two days, right? Hmm. And when that didn't happen, I was like fuck what did i do wrong how do i fix this blah, 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 blah. and i just i just go down the rabbit hole about it um simply because i'm trying to for for as for as long as i can push off not getting like uh an in real life job and stuff like that and like as long as i am uh unable to do so because i'm not uh, i won't do i don't want to delve too deep into that but um as long as I have the freedom to pursue YouTube and Twitch and everything full time, yeah, I'm gonna care about the numbers more than someone else, yeah, because I'm trying to make it my career, yeah. So when I see a video that only gets that gets under a hundred views or something like that, I have to delve into it and think, right, what do I do better? How do I make this better? Uh, how do I improve that? And how do I get those numbers back up? Because if I don't do that and I just settle into this state of I don't care about the numbers, it's whatever, I'm just making videos and having fun. They won't grow. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. I think that's an annoyingly difficult thing to understand as a view from a viewer perspective. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think that can be applied to the whole streaming on YouTube versus Twitch debate that comes up a lot, in our, especially, in, and I know in our group, um, in mm. our field, it comes up a lot. And... I, I think one of the simplest reasons for, for streaming on Twitch versus YouTube is it's a lot easier to get paid on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, you don't have to have a thousand subscri subscribers before you hit the monitor, hit, before you hit the partner program. You, yeah. uh, to become an affiliate on Twitch, while they do take half of everything you earn, um, it's it's so much easier to hit that bracket. Exactly. Especially like, if you've already got a decent audience on YouTube. I mean... You know. Exactly. That that's that's how you start on Twitch. I've had this conversation with so many people. You don't start on Twitch by just starting up a live stream and hoping people are going to come and watch your videos. Because the the worst thing about Twitch and the reason I switched to YouTube for a while was because Twitch has no discoverability whatsoever. 
Yeah, it does not. There's there's no recommended tab or anything unless you've unless you're like Ludwig or Tommy in it or something like that who has two hundred seventy thousand bloody Twitch viewers on one stream. Twitch isn't going to push your content to anyone, exactly. Right. So you need to have an existing audience that you're bringing over to Twitch, which is what I did with YouTube. Um. Uh, my YouTube channel started out, um, as a way to get viewers over to Twitch. Um, but I'd also get viewers to Twitch by promoting it on Snapchat and Instagram and to my real life friends and, and to all of that kind of thing. Um, and then once I started to grow over on YouTube where there is discoverability and people can find your videos by YouTube's algorithm, pushing it to them yeah. and being like, Hey, watch this. This is on your homepage. Now you should click it kind of thing. Whereas Twitch doesn't do that. There are so many, and I hate to use the term one viewer Andy's on Twitch. Right. But night i think i think there's there's some this isn't a proper statistic but it's around this like you know kind of thing like 99 percent of you of streamers on twitch don't get over 15 viewers they don't yeah because twitch isn't pushing their content because twitch has no discoverability features whatsoever yeah um so it it is a case of building a community somewhere else and bringing them over to twitch if you want to start on twitch because otherwise it won't work yes yeah definitely it's it's a case yeah i mean you just can't there's it, just nothing it's like it's like you say unless you happen to find you know uh, unless you get incredibly lucky um and you get maybe raided by a big bigger streamer and you get you, yeah. get, you get a series of raids from the heavens it's just <laughs> not going to work out even then raids raids um raids suck really um well well and the reason i raid people especially people that i don't know on twitch say um i'll have a viewer recommend me someone to raid um or something like that um i do it that way because i'm then branching out to not only um that viewer that streamer's audience because they've they've gone oh this guy's raided what a legend you know kind of thing yeah but the streamer's also thinking that and if I do that a couple of times, the streamer's like, oh, it's this guy. He's brought in double my view count. Uh, this is awesome. And then you have the opportunity to somehow maybe do like a, co a collab stream with them or something like that. Say they make YouTube videos also. You now have your, your networking, right? St uh, raiding is networking. It's finding new people that also have audiences that you could branch out to and make content with. Um, and that's why I raid people. I, I, I like, like, you know, there, like the, the the streamer's reaction to being raided is fun, especially, and it's nice to see, especially when you are doubling their view account or tripling their view account or stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, um, like, while that's fun, it's not the reason you should raid people. You should raid people on Twitch to network yourself and get yourself yeah. out there more and push yourself into more audiences. Hmm. Um, but it's like, for example, I think I... I had one of my best streams ever um, at for the for the time. I think I had like 15 viewers, and that was unprecedented for me. Um, and my friend V, my friend Reese, who who's been streaming for like two years now, um, he links me a channel and tells me to go raid this guy because he's really high energy and super fun uh, and stuff like that. And so I, I type it in, I slash raid not Joey Black, and we go over there and. All 15 of my viewers stayed for at least half an hour because Joey knows 
how to present himself, especially to new audiences. As soon as soon as that raid goes through, he turns the fuck up and he's like dancing and and shouting at everyone and he's like, you know, being really high energy and people are staying to watch. And the more important thing is I stayed to watch because normally I'll raid someone, say, oh yeah, um, no worries, have a good stream and then I'll piss off and do my own thing. But Joey kept me around and now me and Joey are best friends. Yeah. And that would have never happened if, if he wasn't entertaining enough for me to stick around after raiding him. Yeah. You know? Um so yeah, I kind of rambled a bit there again. But uh but that's that's kind of like the whole thing with raiding on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, ra raiding raiding uh, or or being raided is not gonna increase your view account unless you are presenting yourself well enough to someone else's audience, right? Because they're going on a lot of the time, they're only going on Twitch to watch a certain person at a certain time. And when that viewer ends their stream, when that streamer ends their stream, those viewers leave Twitch. They're not on Twitch anymore. Yeah. Um so if you can have if if someone raids you, you need to be trying your very best to reach out to that new audience. And that's very it's very helpful if you know the streamer that's raided you, because then you know what they do and stuff like that. And and it, that can help. But especially if it's someone new. I, I remember watching a streamer and they got raided for a hundred viewers. And in five minutes that number was thirty. Yeah. Because people have come in, they've dropped the follow button like their streamer asked them to and then they've left. Um so raiding it's very fickle but if you do get lucky it's really good hmm. yeah definitely i think i i think that's the thing with twitch is it's such a because of the lack of recommended every moment where you're getting a possible chance to be discovered it that's like yeah. that's like a moment you have to work your ass off because oh yeah that that moment doesn't you know it, it's not like on YouTube where you can upload a video and then two two months later that video goes viral. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all about that, that in the moment. No, yeah, exactly though. Like it's it's a case of like Twitch versus YouTube. because um, I've done both. Uh you've done both as well. Um it's a case of I streamed on YouTube until the discoverability that streaming on YouTube has got me to five hundred subscribers and then I went back to Twitch because on YouTube I don't make money. I don't make money from streaming on YouTube. I'll get the odd tip here and there. Um, but that's something that YouTube needs to do. If they really want to push YouTube gaming and YouTube streaming, if they really want to push it, they need to add more audience retention features because that is something that Twitch does really, really well with like channel points, viewer emotes, subscriber emotes, um, all of that kind of thing. Things that help entertain your audience um, it's all viewer attention, right? It's all about viewer attention on streaming. And Twitch just does it so much better than YouTube at the moment. And also, it's easy to get paid on Twitch. It's so easy. It's just it's just as simple as that. I mean, I think gift subs is like the single greatest invention in the history of everything. It is. Uh, YouTube needs gift members. It YouTube so needs gifting does. members. It, it needs gift members so hard. And I, I, I want to make a quick disclaimer to everyone watching. That as much as this conversation may sound like two people going on about we want to get more money, um, and that's to in a certain extent what it is, a viewer isn't defined by their monetary value. Uh, oh, God, no. Especially, especially not this early on in people's careers. Um, and I, I, don't want to, I don't want anyone watching this to, to think that we, we only care about you from a, from a monetary number standpoint, because that's absolutely not the case. Um, just felt like I should, I should, I should 
quickly disclaim that. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But um, to talk more about numbers. <laughs> um, but uh, Oh, sorry. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just popped into my head. At the end of the day, we're creating content on YouTube and Twitch. And um, for YouTube, for example, subscribing is free. We are producing content that you can watch for free. You do not in any way need to pay for it at all. Um, it's And on Twitch, for example, you can follow for free. Um, like the content we are producing and putting out to you is free. We aren't charging you to be able to watch it. You, you like donating or gift subbing or subbing and stuff like that. That is your choice that you do if you enjoy the content so much to the point where you want to support it even further than just hitting that subscribe button or watching exactly. the stream or or stuff like that and um as as a streamer i find myself very very lucky and i make sure i show as much gratitude as i can when that subscribe button gets clicked on twitch or the gift sub button gets clicked on twitch because i know how lucky i am to be able to actually receive that um exactly and to also, it's it makes me very happy to know that I am entertaining enough, and people enjoy me and like me enough to want to give me money yeah. because that's still a mind blowing concept to me. The fact the fact that so, you can you can play a video game on stream and someone will give you money to, to, for doing so it's, yeah. it's 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 insane. And I think a massive, you know, thank you has to be given to every single person who watches anything that we create. Oh yeah, because no they don't have to. Yeah. Exactly. It's, you know, especially a stream. I, I can't watch full streams. So No, the, neither can I. The fact that someone can sit down and, you know, and whether or not you've watched one video of ours or you've watched every single one that's been posted since you started watching, that is... It, 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 all of those are insane that anyone want to do that yeah. anyway. And it's, oh, yeah. it's a, you know, it's obviously a massive thank you has to be given 100%. Oh yeah. Um, and I and I so something else I wanted to talk about is the Strikers World Cup. The, oh, which is yes. Just which has just started as of recording this. Um, well, just started. It's been a couple of days or something, something like that. Um, and do you want to quickly give an explanation of what that is and your involvement? Okay, in so it? the uh, the Inter Strikers World Cup. It, it's hosted on um Inter Goes Strikers twenty thirteen. Um, so the latest one, I don't think they'll release another one, but like the latest one. Um, and it's all hosted by the guys over at Inazuma France. So the Inazuma France guys decided that they were going to make a World Cup on Inazuma Strikers because, uh, Dolphin, the emulator that you use to play Wii games, it has like pretty, it has really good online functionality, way better than Citrus, stuff like that. Um, and so the guys over at Inazuma France decided to make this massive tournament with with a bunch of different countries you know like a world cup yeah. um and i was invited along by taylor the toaster after he invited you along um and and basically all it is it's it's like we're, we're in the group stages right now so i'm not exactly sure i haven't wrapped my head about around how it really all works properly but you get a certain amount of points for a, for a, i think it's group stages each team plays three matches um in their one bracket so for example england have just gone up or the uk has just gone up against brazil um i drew my match with my opponent and then um the brazilian team beat us in the other two matches so for that draw 
we lost two nil. Yeah. Um, so you don't get points for drawing with people, um, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> down the wrong hole that drink went. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's pretty much just World Cup format. So we're in the group stages right now, and then we'll go to a knockout stage all the way up to the finals. Um, and my involvement in it is that I'm the captain of the United Kingdom team. Uh, so I just like make the decisions on what the running order is going to be for our team and stuff like that. So who will play who first? Yeah. Uh, and um, kind of in charge of everyone getting their getting their asses in gear, getting some practice in and stuff like that. Um, because while at the time of recording this, we did get absolutely thrashed by Brazil. Um, and I said it so many times uh, to my teammates, Bugsy and Prince. They have around a week of experience with strikers right yeah i invite i invited them not even a week before the tournament started because i I needed more people on my team um especially with obviously because you've got so much going on you couldn't play um like with you got you're so busy with the content you couldn't play and that i was perfectly fine with that um took up the man and the captain and i'm like oh wait i'm on my own right now <laughs> i need to get some people in here um so i invited bugsy and prince because the players that I, on my team had to be English. Um, unfortunate. Well, no, I say unfortunately, but just like in this scope, right? A lot of my audience aren't English. They are like Dutch or, or uh, Dutch being the predominant one. But um, obviously the two people in my server that are active enough and have the capabilities to play strikers and are English hadn't played it before, really. So I had to get them into strikers, get them to download it, um, make sure they actually wanted to play, and luckily they both did. And then I had to kind of like show them the basics, uh, and then I let them do it for themselves, right? Because I wanted them to be able to actually have enough fun playing the game to want to play in the tournament instead of me just telling them what to do over and over and over again. Because that wouldn't be fun. That wouldn't be fun. So I left them to their own devices, and honestly, they've come a long way. Like they've they've learned stuff in a week that it took me a month to learn because I've been playing strikers for about three months on and off, um, only really been going hardcore on it since I was invited to the tournament. And even then, I, I'd say I have about two weeks of proper experience on the game. Mm. So for me to draw against um, one of the Brazilian players that I don't know how long they've been playing the game for, but they've been making Inazuma content for I think they said two years. Um, so they've probably played strikers for a while. You can tell they've played strikers for a while because they they know the game a lot better than than we did. Um, but for me to draw against my opponent and for Bugsy and Prince to play as well as they did, because while while they both they both got S ranked, right? So they've both they've both gone five 0 down. But I think Bugsy took three or four shots from his own half to chain them and did like three or four shoot chains. Crazy big props to him. And Prince's defense was really good too. Um, so I, I want to give a big, big props to both of them and tell them to get, get their asses in gear and get some more training in because, uh, playing again on Tuesday and they, I think they're both even more motivated to now. It's like, it's like coach Hillman says, no one can understand the true victory, the true meaning of victory until they've experienced loss. Um, (laughs) so, so now that, now that we've been absolutely annihilated by Brazil, uh, we can go into our next draw. Um, with a bit more practice under our belts and a bit more confidence, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Come on, England. 
Score some fucking goals. <laughs> Come on, England, score some fucking goals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so I guess this kind of opens up a conversation about the general competitive landscape of an Azuma 11. Um, and one that I would say it's beginning the competitive landscape. I definitely feel like there's that, that there is something there, which I guess a lot of people might not expect. And it's been around for a, a good while. Yeah. Um, like I, I was in a, I was in a clan for a competitive industry 11 called team spectrum. Yo. Um, and I think I was invited to that very early this year. Yeah. And there were quite a few people um, playing, like, um, sparring matches, like, friendly matches between each other on, like, Chronostones and Galaxy and stuff like that. Mm. Um, even even Strikers. Um, and then it got to the point where people started hosting tournaments. And there was a Discord server called Pegasus, and they would do, like pretty frequent tournaments on on Inazuma 11 games uh, and that's how i really started getting into it and starting to try and get really really good at them um because i got invited along to uh team spectrum via Peg- uh, the pegasus server yeah and then obviously with this sudden and really awesome world cup that Inazuma france is hosting i think the competitive scene is only going to get bigger yeah I think it's a it's a really good thing. What do you think about um you know our great word of heroes? I mean they yeah they've been talking about I might be wrong about this, but I felt like there's been some mention about online connectivity for that. If um, that's a thing, that's gonna be really, really, really cool. Yeah. I think I think it'd probably be a case of not like, I don't know, like Black Ops Two, for example, where you just queue into a multiplayer lobby and you're matched up with twelve random people. I think online or on great road of heroes if it happens it'll probably be a friend code thing yeah where you add someone you know and then you can play against them online and link with them online and stuff like that yeah um i think that would be how they did multiplayer or online for that game but if they do it's going to be so good because we've only ever had local play or local connecting and stuff like that um luckily with citra i don't know how they managed it but you can emulate local play on Citra. That's how that's how multiplayer on Citra works. So with that, you can actually say you went onto Citra and you had Inner's Eleven Go Galaxy Big Bang, and I had Supernova. We could do the secret link yeah. via Citra, which is really awesome. So while we already have some experience on how that would work, um, it's 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 literally just local play online, right? So you join a multiplayer room through Citra, and that's basically just um emulating being next to each other in the same room and then local play connecting you via um whatever system nintendo uses in their consoles to do that yeah um it would just be the same kind of thing but with actual proper multiplayer online like wi-fi connectivity built in um and obviously that's possible with the switch i know it's possible with the switch um it was possible with the nintendo 3ds with like friend coding and stuff like that you could play games like mario kart um together online and stuff like that um so if that actually does happen for get rid of heroes that would be massive that would be really good for the for the community i think yeah yeah definitely i i I definitely think that there is potential like for tournaments and that like online tournaments you know i like Mm. tournament like i guess regional tournaments or something you know like i I definitely feel like there is this potential 
I, I just think that it, they need to be careful where they market it to. Because it was like how Friend of Zoom 11 Aries, the anime, for some reason, yeah. the genius play they decided on was marketing it to America. America. That, was, that was the worst thing they could have done. Where I, I know, I understand... It? I understand them. What they, they, well, they wanted to capitalize on on soccer, sorry, football, um, being really big in the U.S. at that moment because the um, U.S. women's football team was doing really well in their World Cup. Yeah. So they wanted to capitalize on that, but that's such a fickle basis. Yeah. Right. You know, the the World Cup's only going to last for so long, right? Um. You need to market this to places that have... I mean, they had existing audiences all throughout Europe. Exactly. Right. They should have marketed Ares there. It, it would have sense. performed so much better. Yeah. I understand them trying to branch out to a new audience and capitalise on something as big as a World Cup, but it wasn't the play. No, 100%. I, I think... I don't. I don't know what was their thinking there, and I would hope they would. That they're not going to try and do the same thing with Great Rider Heroes. Me too. Well, um, I mean, we don't even know if it's going to be localized. <laughs> True. All we know is that they're releasing it in Japan. <laughs> the Ares game was going to be localized. I think they announced that, but this. Oh, was it? But Great Rider Heroes. Good. Great Rider Heroes haven't said anything about. It, I don't think. So it's just mostly fingers crossed. I mean, I'll still. I'll. I'll buy it no matter. No matter where. Oh it comes yeah, out. I'll I'll import it. I'll import it because yeah. um, I need I'm I probably next year I'll get a switch and I'll I'll do whatever hacks I need to 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 remove the region lock. I don't think there is one. Um, there, there's no region lock. No. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so I'll, I'm gonna get a switch anyway because I want to play uh some of the new Zelda games. Yeah. Stuff like that. But um, when Great Road of Heroes comes out. For sure, I'm buying it, getting it shipped in, and playing the hell out of it. One hundred percent. I think that's gonna. Yeah, I. I'm, I am. I'm, I am very excited for it. I, I'm not. I'm not confident in it releasing because at this point, I felt I've just been hit in the heart too many times to like yeah. have faith. But I definitely, definitely want it to. <laughs> uh, but um, so I guess the the last topic I have to talk about is um, is is it's a, spe- it's a special one is the inner tuba community and what and your your thoughts on that i don't even know what to say to be honest i think it's the luckiest thing i could ever have been invited to be a part of yeah um i i think i've said this before to you guys personally but i don't know where i'd be without you lot like genuinely um I was in a shit place um, before the the history of Inner Eleven video documentary thing uh, came out, and Isaac invited me to it. Um, and to be able to grow from just making one video t- together to then randomly be invited to a group chat, and then for all of us to stay and start getting on really well, and then like what a month or two later, us four of of rented an airbnb in newcastle met up just made videos and and more importantly just had a good time yeah because uh for me the content wasn't the most important thing about that trip the most exactly. important thing about that trip was was actually meeting you guys um not getting murdered <laughs> and and good. you know that just was, that was really positive yeah uh just just like having fun with people that i consider family 
Yeah. And and um it's just perfect. Like even the ones we haven't met, you know, like like Mila, Killian, uh, even though he's been off the internet for like a month. Um uh Andrew, it's uh Sync, just all of them, everyone in, in the Discord server. Um it's just a great bunch of people. Uh and Yeah, like I said, I don't know where I'd be without you lot. Um, genuinely family to me at this point. Uh, the luckiest thing I could have been a part of was the was the history video. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, I think, such a big event in terms of uniting. I mean, if, if, if the iceberg was Isaac's video that had the most impact, the history was the one that had the, I guess, the sweetest sentiment to it and everything. Yeah. Because it, it genuinely felt like this big uniting thing and i felt like it that's what its purpose was for sure was, and it, it's obviously been lovely to see everything that's come from that um and you know obviously obviously if it is is a viewer you might not get to, you obviously don't get to see the behind the scenes of um of, of you know us just chatting and that but what you do get to see is is all the content that comes from that and it, it the yeah. content wouldn't come if we weren't genuinely all really good friends oh yeah no way because i know there's a lot of content groups of like because I, I that's i said that's, that's, that's what we are we're, we're we're a group of content creators at the core and um, and i know there's a lot of those where they say you know obviously shit goes sideways and they say we were never that close to begin with yeah and i obviously i hope i'm not jinxing myself here and that we're not going to end up with shit going sideways but I don't think I could make that argument. Never. Um, if if things were to go badly, um, which I doubt they ever would, just because of, of like the bonds we've all created with each other. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us could say and mean it that like, oh, we were never close to each other. Exactly. No way. No exactly. way. Uh, not even the guys that I don't think even the guys that don't speak too much could say that. Like, for example, uh, Emmy uh emmy's there <laughs> emmy doesn't speak too often but i think we all think emmy is cracking yeah exactly great person because because they are exactly. um uh and for example um i don't think beef spoke too much at the start um but he's gotten way more comfortable and and um while i don't really know beef personally compared to like the, the way i know the rest of you guys um I still think he's an amazing guy. Exactly. Uh, and there's there's no way I could have said, oh, we didn't get on to begin with, because um, on the odd chance, me and Beef have actually, you know, had some proper, like, banter, and it's been really fun, like, talking to him. Yeah. And he can sing. Oh, he's got a voice on him. He's got a voice on him. Uh, so, yeah. No, there's there's no way we could, we could turn around and say a bold-faced lie like that. Exactly. It is genuinely, it, it is a really great thing. And thank you so much, Charlie, for this for this really really insightful talk. I think this has been. I I hope that somewhere out there, someone has gotten a lot of use from this. I think there's a lot oh, me of too. useful stuff in here. Yeah. For, for any aspiring creative or just person in the universe. <laughs> and so thank you so much, Charlie. No worries, mate, at all. Now, now I'm going to give you the 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 space to just promote the hell out of anything you want to promote. 
Okay, so uh, obviously the YouTube channel is HK16. That stands for Hunter's Kingdom, and the 16 is the day I was born. And so if you look up HK16 in Azuma on Twitch, you'll find me. I'm sure Tom will happily link the stuff uh, down below. So on Twitter, I am Charlie Hunter, but the um, the E in Hunter is an X because I Xbox Gamertag, I wanted it to be just my name, but it was taken, so I had to switch the E out with the X. I've just stuck with it ever since. Um uh, I have a Discord server. Um, it's got, I think we're on about 150 members right now. But you, you can get like exclusive access to the subscriber-only channels and stuff like that. And um, it's just a great community down there. We're active every day, just speaking and chatting and playing random games with each other and just having fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, YouTube, Twitter, Discord, and Twitch. <laughs> right, so make sure you go and check all of those things out. They'll all be linked in the description um, and all of the... All of his named tags, I, I don't know what the right word is, will all be shown on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> so so make sure you go and check him out on everything. Make sure you go give him a, a cheeky little subscribe and check out his content if you haven't already. I don't oh, know, what, thank I don't you, know why, why you wouldn't have already. Um, hell of a guy. <laughs> but make sure you go do that. Um, and finally, Charlie, is there anything that you would like to... That if, if someone has been watching this all the way through, what would you like them to comment down below? Come, boy. Can we pick something? That that, okay? Can we pick something that won't um, get that that comment oh. shadow banned? Damn it! I really like that one. Um, <laughs> let's go with. Um, come on over to HK16. Have that. Awesome. Try. Please don't spell it with a U, or else your comment will. <laughs> just because of the the power of YouTube censorship, it just won't be shown. Oh yeah. But if you if you oh, yeah. come over to HK16. And I will give it a cheeky little heart. So um, thank you so much for watching. And thank you, Charlie, for being on. No worries, mate. Absolute legend. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.